Hey, this is Maria Lesseteer, and you're going to be listening to my next episode of Color My Life Happy. But I want to give you a little heads up. This particular episode is a little longer, actually a lot longer than my usual ones. Usually I give you that burst of energy within 15 minutes or so of inspiration and energy and getting you to pivot to the positive. But this episode is going to be about maybe, you know, 50 minutes long or so. So just give yourself some time, maybe break it down in chunks, but still do me a favor and enjoy and really just engage in the energy that I'm presenting here. All right. See you on the flip. You are listening to Color My Life Happy with Maria Lessitz, Law of Attraction Happiness Coach and Motivational Speaker. I'm on a mission to change the world by helping you thrive through any adversity, no matter what. So let's start coloring your life happy now. Hello, Color My Life Happy listeners. It's Maria Lessitz at Color My Life Happy, and we are going to have a special treat today. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about, oh, Law of Attraction and Astrology, which we've done before, but also about just, do we believe in the professionals? Do we believe in the people that are the experts in their field? And how does that play play out? Like, how do we, how much weight do we put on what we hear when we seek out the advice of various uh, professionals for our life and to give us guidance? Hey, that includes a coach too. So let's just get started. I do have a special guest, Jen Williams. She is an astrologer and she is here. So welcome, Jen. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so let's just get right to it. So recently, um, I had a reading in reference to uh, astro locality or astro cartography, whatever we want to call it. But basically, essentially, it's that there's certain places you could live that you could benefit from the planet energy, if you will. And you could correct me if I'm wrong, Jen. But no, that's that's, per- that's right. That's perfectly right. right. Yeah. And, you know, I've been living in, a, in um, Oregon for, oh, my God, almost like 18 years now. And yet an astrologer told me that if that was like if this city was like, you know, um, compared to something in Kansas or whatever, that that he would never recommend me ever living here because it's got a big, big Saturn line. Now, you might be listening to this. And if you don't know astrology, basically. Jen's going to describe the Saturn line, but my hunch is Saturn line, living on a Saturn line is not the best because of challenges, blah, blah, blah. And we'll get to uh, Jen's explanation of Saturn line. But, you know, I've been living here for 18 years and life hasn't been bad at all. And I still have my business going and I have a fabulous uh, wife and I have a fabulous life and um, I love what I do and my health's been pretty darn good. So I guess the question is then, hmm, what's that about? So let's just tap in first, Jen. Tell me a little bit more about the planet Saturn and what that's supposed to represent. Well, Saturn, uh, like all the planets, has good and bad aspects. The good aspects are, you know, it can help you with discipline, boundaries, growth. You know, it tends to be, depending on Saturn, how Saturn is situated in your chart, some people grow into it really well, and some people find it more challenging as they get older. Um, but it can be a harsh taskmaster. And what's interesting about you being on a Saturn line in Eugene is that depending on your chart, you may respond to Saturn differently. Like you're a Capricorn, so you're already 
resonating with Saturn because that is a Saturn sign. So it might not be as challenging for you as it would for somebody who doesn't deal with a lot of Saturn in the chart. Now, however, you know, I know that even though things are like good, you have had some challenges that have helped you grow. Yeah. And, and you know, that's the thing. You know, I've um, had some challenges with uh, elderly parents and, and, and moving them here and, and setting a lot of boundaries, what I like to call putting on my big girl pants on. Uh, <laughs> well, um, elderly parents and boundaries are both Saturn things. Yeah. So that's definitely, and that's been more in the past, I would say, you know, the five years. Um, but you know, again, we all have, you know, one of the things that I said in my past episode was that we all have challenges, right? We all have adversity that, you know, the goal again is not that we're going to be happy 24 seven. You know, it's just, that's not really the goal. Um, because I don't know any person, whether it be a friend, whether it be a loved one, whether it be a client that's never had a challenge in their life. Like it's part of life. Challenges are part of life. Now that's not being negative. That's just saying, look, again, life does have, because what would, if we didn't, it's like the yin and yang, right? If we didn't have the, it, I, I always hear about Californians, right? And it's like they, they maybe some people have sun all the time and then it's all of a sudden like, well, they don't appreciate the sun. So I kind of look at the good and bad. They kind of go together because it's about appreciating. You know, when we when we have something good, when we have something to be grateful for, there's more appreciation because there's the contrast, if you will, with sometimes those not so great times in life. Does that make sense, Jen? Do you, do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think that um, I'm not saying for me that the past 18 or so years has been every single day rosy. Sure, there's been some challenges. There's been some even challenges with neighbors and, and neighbors that smoke and smoke coming into my apartment or, you know, challenges with neighbors who make a lot of noise that are young kids that are partying till three o'clock in the morning. So, but these are things that we always have a choice on how we respond. And I think these are things that no matter where you are, wherever you live, if you will, that there may be those things that happen in different forms or whatnot, but challenges do occur. And it's really the way we respond to it. So back to that astro locality stuff too. Um, so, you know, you have to, I guess, Jen, my question to you is, would you say that if there was an astrologer that said, hey, you know, you're going to be really great because you have a Jupiter line to live in New York. Now, for me, I grew up in New York. I, I was born in New York. I'm a New York girl. I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, you know the accent's there, right? <laughs> Hello, forget about it. You know, I mean, I'm a New Yorker. I can't take the New York out of the girl. But my desire to move back to New York, it's just not there. But, you know, I've been told, oh, massive luck because Jupiter has to do with luck. So tell me about, again, the uh, the energy and the planet of Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter is a planet that expands whatever it touches usually for the better, sometimes it can get a little out of control. You know, you do have to be a little careful with Jupiter depending on the situation. But it's known as what's called the, the greater benefic. And uh, many astrologers think of it as like the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. You know, um, depending on many other factors, you know, this is the planet that's going to just shower you with gifts instead of making you have to work for it. You know, yeah. like luck. Yeah. Saturn makes sure. you work for them. Jupiter just sort of tosses the match. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, I could say, see, now this is where my, my own life and my intuition and gut and seeing things now, in this sense, it's good to have, see it like it is. I just, what they call in law of attraction, because I'm looking back at the past and I see that, yes, that is true. In New York, I got great jobs when I, you know, when I actually left college and whatnot, I got great jobs, really high pay, um, kept on getting up there on the corporate ladder, big bonuses. And even when I had a consulting business with statistics after I left the corporate world, I was getting, you know, it took a little bit, but then all of a sudden I got some good gigs and, and then maybe a company was like, Oh, well, we don't need it anymore. But then they paid you all this money and they're like, Oh, forget about it. So, you know, that kind of stuff that there was, there was, um, big bucks, I'll call it in an easy fashion. And, and that I do see absolutely in that particular area. But again, I don't, here's where law of attraction comes in. And I, I think you'll agree with this, Jen, that even though that's the case, if I chose to believe, oh my God, I can't be successful, that kind of successful in my business unless I lived in New York. Well, that's a story you're telling yourself. Right. And that doesn't, if you believe it, if you believe that story, then it will be. But you can believe something different. You could say, well, that might be the case. Maybe I had the Jupiter energy and it gave me this luck. But at the same time, I could have success in other areas too, even if I don't have Jupiter. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, because it's all the story we tell ourselves. And people don't realize that. It's the same thing with doctors. I mean, again, I'm going off on a tangent here on this one, but it relates to doctors because many people, they go to the doctors to get a checkup or to check something that's odd in their body or whatever. And then maybe they hear something like, for instance, with me, I was diagnosed with MS way back when I don't, I don't even remember how long ago it was. It feels like an eternity. I think it's almost 20 years. I don't even know. <laughs> and, you know, when you hear that, you have a choice on what to do with it. But a lot of people don't realize that it's almost like, oh, my God. I got diagnosed with the disease and it's almost like downhill from here. Now you can believe that it doesn't have to be. Some people believe that some people don't. Some people believe like the doctor basically said to me, the neurologist said, well, you know, you're just going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to be on a drug for the rest of your life. Hello, not Maria. <laughs> right. Because I said, maybe at that point in time, I said, okay, I'm going to go on a drug. And I did all my research, blah, blah. But then I was like, no, uh-uh, I claimed it. One day I'm going to be drug free. And I was, I was, I think it was uh, maybe four years after. Yeah, I think it was about four years after I had a bad reaction to the drug. And then I was like, that's it. And I've been drug, drug free since. And that was, I think, 2006. Yeah, 2006. That's a long time. 17 years ago, I've been drug free. So now here's a doctor who told me I'm going to be a drug for, um, on a drug for the rest of my life. Well, guess what? I defied the odds then. You know, I said no. And I think it was my mindset. And I think it's the same thing with all this other stuff. Astrology. And even a coach. That's why I coach differently with my clients. I don't really tell them what to do. Because it's all about your inner guidance. Yes, there are certain things you should, you can do or should do to pivot your mindset. But it's all about what feels good on the inside. What do you think about that, Jen? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the planets can provide guidance, you know, especially in the absence of uh, options or ideas, you know, but you still have to follow 
your feelings, as we know. And you never know, you know, a Saturn line might be just the thing you need to develop some skill or some attitude or some grounding. You know, so it's not, there may be something there. You know, if you want to be in a certain place and there's a Saturn line, you know, I wouldn't avoid it necessarily. You just kind of go in understanding, you know, what the conditions are. Yeah. And isn't that interesting? I didn't know about any of this on like back then when I moved from New York to Oregon, I didn't know anything about Saturn lines, Jupiter lines, Venus lines, all of that. But I had a gut. And I had a gut that I needed to be on the West Coast. And it was a strong intuition, like big time. Like even my partner said to me, there's no stopping you. I could just tell it. You got it in your bones. It's going to happen. Whether whether I delay it or not, it's going to happen. <laughs> right. So, but that's interesting because, again, I had an astrologer tell me, well, you know, that wouldn't have been a recommendation to move to the West Coast because there's a big Saturn line going all across the whole, you know, West Coast. But yet I had a gut. So isn't that, doesn't that also say that there's more things playing into other aspects that we have to take into consideration when there is any other guidance, whether it be astrology or something else, you have to take into other things because we may say there's something inside of us that may say, don't do this or do this. And we got to listen to that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So for me, something told me, even around my health, something said to me, you need to move to the West Coast for your health. Now here I moved very close to the Saturn line. I think I'm a hundred miles from it or I don't know. But, you know, I, I'm there. Here I am. And I've been here for a long time. And yet for me, that health journey was, I don't know, I, I kind of feel like if, if I had to grade it, it was a good B plus A minus, like really, really good, you know? Yeah, um, and I would say in this case, Saturn might have provided um, resilience and discipline, you know, and the ability to just kind of hang in there and be strong, which is what you needed at the time. So it's like you were drawn to the place where Saturn was because that's what you needed. Yeah, isn't it funny when I hear you hear you say kind of like resilience and I mean granted I'm definitely a resilient person, no yeah. question, and that's why I teach my clients how to thrive through adversity too. But at the same time, uh, I think you said the word discipline. And for some reason, and maybe it's the yellow in me, and that's color code. We won't go into there, but you know, yellows are just about fun and easy breezy, lemon squeezy. And we don't necessarily, we're not like structured discipline. I got to do it this way. And I got to put this boundary. Matter of fact, the boundaries I put with my parents, that was hard for me because I'm more like of a free bird. I, I don't, I don't like to have to put boundaries down or, you know, all that. But no, no, of course, but you're very disciplined about your vibration. If that I am, you got, you made a great point there, Jen, you know, and that's really what I love, you know, uh, my listeners now to hear that being disciplined around your vibration. And what we mean by that is how you feel in any given moment, your vibe, your mood, the emotions that you feel. Um, so yeah, do I feel sometimes frustrated? Of course I do. Do I sometimes feel like, for instance, when I just recently had a, a, a psychic medium reading, 
oh my God, I had grief and emotions coming out of me like crazy because of my mom and my mom's passing. So I experienced grief, all the emotions. So it's not about not having those emotions. It's about being disciplined about not staying in them for that longer period of time and continuing to what I'll call manifest the negative emotions by focusing, by living there all the time. Because that is what will, I won't use the word, but I'll say muck up your life, right? You know, it'll kind of screw it up a little bit because if you choose, and you may not see it as choose, but if you choose to live in that negative energy constantly, that's when things go haywire. I'm sure you've experienced that, Jen. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Can you give us an example of that for you? Oh, well, there was a time, funny, I was just talking about this a a little while ago with a friend, where um, difficulty was what was familiar. You know, so I didn't even realize that I was reluctant to let it go because I didn't know anything else. You know, and it, it took a while to climb out of that, you know, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. It's what you, you made a good point. What's familiar. You know, a lot of times, for instance, I feel that, um, when my, my elderly folks were, I moved them from, you know, New York to here. And I actually wouldn't have done that if they weren't in a bind. I wouldn't have done that if they weren't having a health decline and if they couldn't live in their house anymore. And if they couldn't afford New York anymore, I wouldn't have, because, you know, that was what they were used to. They lived there for many, many years, you know, over 50 years. And and that was their home. But at the same time, in doing that, in the beginning, when I had to put these, what I call boundaries down, because I think they thought, number one, I was fully retired and I was just going to live my life for them and, and, and just take them everywhere and, and eat every meal with them. And that I was just going to be their, their, their caregiver for, you know, like until they died. And that wasn't my understanding of it. So (laughs) when I put the boundaries down, it was um, interesting because I do believe in the mind-body connection. All of a sudden, I my stomach started hurting me. And then I went into my Louise Hay book, you know, You Can Heal Your Life. And I looked up stomach. And it's all about digesting new ideas. Well, isn't that interesting? I was putting new boundaries down. And I was digesting all of this newness. And that's kind of what was happening. And now I didn't have any bad things with my stomach. It's just like, you, you know, you get an upset stomach. It's kind of like people can bring on a migraine. Well, yeah, because stress can do that to you too. So, you know, when we have to do that, but I felt strong doing that. I, and it was not easy because, you know, I'm an easy breezy lemon squeezy kind of gal. It's not easy when you know you're going to get contrast or you're going to get somebody pushing back at you. But I felt like it was necessary for my growth. And in a sense, for their growth, too, and seeing what the way it was going to be. And I was choosing me. And and, and I would assume, Jen, you would agree And in, in your course of, you know, the years of coaching and whatnot that, you know, choosing you and, and also seeing that you can have what you desire and, and it can be easier. It has just been enlightening. Yeah. Yeah. Or just just feeling better. You know, mm-hmm. just just feeling better than I used to, you know, is almost more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, waking up. See, I think so many people wake up in the morning and the first thoughts they have are negative. Right. So, you know, like recently I, 
I've been a little bit more achy breaky. Um, you know, lately I've had a couple of, you know, aches here and there, but I don't make it mean anything. And that's another podcast episode I did a while ago where you don't make it mean anything. You don't put a label on it. And now it's so easy, or I should say, um, most people who don't know law of attraction, it would be so easy to kind of go, oh, this is because of this, or blame it on age, or blame it on some condition, or blame it on blah, blah, blah. But no, you know, when I do wake up and I have that, I just kind of go, well, it's all good. I'm going to get up. I'm going to stretch a little. I'm going to brush my teeth, do the usual. And with each step I take to the kitchen, I'm going to just have gratitude. And I do that. And then, you know, it's throughout the day, I feel so much better. But, you know, again, it's a choice, right? It's a, it's what you're choosing, how you're choosing to respond to those things. Yes, of course. Yeah. 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 So, you know, back to the astrology, Jen, could you just, um, you know, I know we're all over the place, but, you know, I kind of like that. I like shooting from the hip because we're talking a little about a lot of different concepts that can apply to anything, right? Somebody's health, money. Uh, if they go into astrology for their, they want to find out about their career. Um, it doesn't really matter. Or go into a coach and wanting to find out about how to pivot something in their life or get rid of the stress or anxiety. Everything we're just discussing here applies, right? So yep. let's just go back to the astrology and just let's give a brief um, overview of just the different planets. I mean, just the general energy of the different planets. So we talked about Saturn already. Which, which more is like responsibilities and maybe boundaries and has a little bit challenges. And then we spoke about Jupiter and luck and expansion. Um, let's talk about the other planets. Just give a little idea. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about the big one, the sun. You know, everybody knows their sun sign for the most part. And the sun is sort of like it represents the heart and it's your vitality. You know, so if you're feeling kind of out of sorts, you know, it's good to kind of look at what the sun needs to feel fulfilled. You know, it's mm. it's it's sort of like, you know, how the sun is the center of the solar system. Well, it's our center as well. You know, so that's that's the sun. Okay. And, you know, if you found yourself on a sun line, you might find yourself like in the spotlight or getting a lot of attention mm. you know, or or becoming prominent somehow. You know, maybe you find yourself in the news. You know, sometimes it's not always good, but you know, it, that's that's kind of what the sun is about. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next bigger planet we haven't covered is Mars. Mars is about your will and your ability to take action to do what you need in life. You know, it's very much about um, the physical, the physical, and your will. You know, your ability to to take care of yourself. So that's Mars. There's uh, Venus, of course. Everybody knows Venus. Venus is all about love and relationships. Venus can also be about money. Hmm. You know, so if you're on a Venus line, you know, you may find yourself either making money, you might find yourself falling in love, you might find yourself working in the fashion industry or the fine arts. You know, there's all kinds of possibilities. Venus, and then of course Mercury, who is the planet of communication. It's also the planet of merchants and like local commerce. So mm -hmm. you might find yourself starting a business. You know, you might find yourself in journalism. You know, there's, there's those kind of cerebral mercurial possibilities with Mercury. Right. I think that's it. I don't think I miss any planets. Oh, the moon. The moon. How can I miss the moon? The moon is your emotional center. 
and it tends to be on the domestic side. You might find, if you're on a moon line, you might find a house you really love. You might end up having kids. You know, you might end up an alcoholic. But you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wish that on everybody. You know, the moon can be kind of wobbly and unstable. But it also can be really good, especially if you're uh, if you've got signs that attune you to the moon. Uh, so yeah, so each planet has its own possibilities. You know, if if one of those lines, you know, lands in a place where you are. Okay. Yeah. So you know, it was suggested to me that I had a Venus line through or close to Las Vegas, right? So. <laughs> we all know Las Vegas, Nevada, right? We all know, you know, the gambling and whatnot. And for the most part, when I go there, I do have um, some a golden arm. Yeah, golden arm. Yes, that's what you call it—the golden arm of gambling and a cha-ching, and all the money yeah. comes. You know, but at the same time, you know, it's like, hmm. Well, you know, I have to kind of again when I say about the decisions, I have to think, well, you know, is that the energy? There's so many other aspects to it. You know, do I want to be in a bigger city versus a small city? Do I want that type of, I'll call it entertainment around me? Do I want the climate? Like, and I got to tap into all of that. Sometimes the decisions can feel a little difficult, but you know me, I don't allow that to be. I'm going to say, what would it take universe for this to be an easy breezy decision and for it to just unfold beautifully? So that's what I recommend, you know, if, you, if you're listening out there, that if you feel something is super difficult to decide because there's so many aspects, just like give it up to the universe. Oh, and what would it take for this to be easier? What would it take to, for this to unfold in a beautiful way? Like all the doorways opening perfectly. You know, I didn't know when I was moving from the New York, New Jersey area to here in Oregon, I didn't know all the doors that would open and how it would come about. But man, I mean, it unfolded. Maybe that's the Jupiter energy agenda. Yep, At the yep. time when I sold the condo, it was the highest it's ever sold it. Matter of fact, it's never been higher. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you say that because Jupiter is the gate opener. You know, he's known, he's like uh, Ganesha in Hindu mythology. He's the road opener, the one who opens the way for yeah. So maybe here's the thing, you know, this is what I'm thinking. You know, there is some, because I do believe in astrology. I mean, clearly I wouldn't even be having you on the podcast if I didn't believe in astrology. <laughs> I believe in it 100%. However, but maybe there is, I think the, the lesson here is when there is some guidance from some profession, from some discipline, you know, that we take it, you know, for what we hear, we take it in. And I do feel that there's truth to it. There's some, you know, I could prove it, if you will, Jupiter energy, Saturn energy, a little bit, you know, there, even though I feel that my 18 years, I've been blessed. But at the same time, I could see where some of the challenges or some, especially the last five years with dealing with my elderly parents. But at the same time, you just kind of take it in and say, okay, there's some, some guidance there that could be very valuable. But don't take it so seriously that it stops you. Like, for instance, the same thing with the doctor, right? It could stop you in your tracks if you hear the C word. This is what my like father would call it, the C word, cancer. Well, my mom had cancer like a gazillion times. <laughs> and she lived till 88 years old. I mean, that's not, that's pretty okay, you know? Um, so, you know, she thrived through all those times. I mean, she was like a walking billboard for many diseases but she still thrived and 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 made it to 88 
So I guess, and she didn't, her response to it, and this was back, I think when she was in her forties, when first she got breast cancer, you know, her response to it wasn't, oh my God, this is the end of my life. I'm not saying she was thrilled with it. Of course she wasn't. I'm sure behind closed doors, she was crying a lot. But at the same time, she was a trooper, man. She was helping me with homework in the hospital after surgery. You know, she she was a trooper. She thrived through it. And I think that it's all about how we we respond to anything that we hear, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's guidance in astrology, whether it's even a consultant or a coach, um, whether it's a psychic medium, um, whoever it is that we're seeking out to find some answers to our lives. Again, don't take it by where it's set in stone. And because they're saying that, that's going to set your life for the rest of your life. Do you see what I'm saying? The rigidness of that is not good. You'd agree with that, Jen? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're the clearest example. Yeah. You made made, like the best possible use of a Saturn line. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel, one thing I will say. I do feel the pull. Again, there goes the Maria intuition. It's not about necessarily where other lines are for me as much, although I will look at them and and consider them and then feel the energy out in those different areas if I travel to them. But there's a pull. It's a pull of, I need something new. And a lot of people feel that. I need something new. Sometimes people feel that way in relationships. You hear me, right? Some people do that. Some people feel they need something new in a career. Oh my God, this place is getting old. <laughs> I can't work here anymore, right? Um, and yet, that you got to listen to that. You got to listen to that inner guidance that's saying that you need a change. Like I was thinking about this the other day, Jim. I was, I went to college when I was seventeen because I was a younger one of those younger people, right? So, yeah. uh, like everybody else that I graduated with was one year older than me, right? So I went to college at seventeen. So there was a change. I went from New York to the New England area. Okay, great. Then I was there for maybe, I think, six years. And then I was called to for more of like a, a job thing. And then I went into Jersey. And then I was there. Jersey was a, uh, was a while. Jersey was maybe another, interestingly enough, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And now I've been here for 18 years. And I'm feeling a pull. I'm feeling it's it's a really interesting. I I thought about that the other day and I said, hmm, wow, that's kind of interesting. It's like my inner guidance is saying, change it up. You need something new. You you need a new energy. And does does that have you ever like even heard of that? Like I don't know if that's astrological or it's it could be because there is uh there are these two points we use in astrology called the north and south nodes. And their orbit is like 18 and a half years, I think. So if you find yourself with things happening every 17 to 19 years, that could very well be the nodal cycle affecting your chart. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, because it's so strange when I saw that um, that kind of correlation, if you will. And, and, and for me, it's about, listen... In the bigger scheme of things, life here on earth is short, right? And so I always tell my clients and people I talk to, it's like, you, you got to live it to, to it, its fullest. And that doesn't mean you have to go to Tahiti or, you know, travel a lot and be a jet setter. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying if there's something in your heart and soul that's saying, you know, I, 
I gotta, I gotta pursue this. I gotta do this. Or I gotta, I'm just going to say it, leave my husband or wife, or, uh, I gotta leave this job because it's sucking the life right out of me. You gotta do it. Right. Nothing's, yeah. nothing's a given. I mean, look at COVID, right? Nobody predicted that. I mean, maybe there were some people that predicted it, psychics or astrologers. There were astrologers who predicted it. Just so you know. (laughs) Maybe nobody knew it was coming for the most part. The majority of the people were blindsided by it. And people were lost because of it. And then all of a sudden, things that we've never experienced, at least in my lifetime, happened. Lockdowns? What? Masks? What? And, you know, that's why you just don't know. And so if you're, if you're putting yourself in this, yeah, I can't do that because of this, 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 and this, oh, that's not possible because of money, or that's not possible because, you know, my husband will be really upset and I don't want to hurt his feelings, but really I don't, I'm not in this anymore. I don't feel it anymore. Wow. I'm going to challenge that one because life is short in the bigger scheme of things. It just is. Yes. If you do believe that there's an afterlife and you do believe in spirits and whatnot, and there's another plane, great. But in terms of this earth that we're living on right now, we have a, a, a finite set, you know, length of time. I'm getting all tongue tied here because I'm, my brain is going fast. <laughs> but you get what, that's because I'm so passionate about that. Yeah. So I would assume you'd agree with that, Jen, that, you know, it's, it's just so important to follow whatever your gut and intuition is saying and not yeah. wait. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the astrology can always serve as a guide, but it's not the be all and end all. I mean, ultimately it's your intuition. There you go. God really have to trust. And that's what I'm glad you said that as a guide. So all these, I'm going to suggest that astrology, um, consultants, coaches, uh, psychic mediums, any type of guide, even I'm going to say it, even financial advisors, advisors, legal matters. I had a financial advisor once who said, you should sell your Pepsi stock now. Now, this, this was back in the day when he was just predicting that it wasn't going to be that high and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, I don't want to do that. I didn't yeah. feel like that I wanted to do that. And because I just didn't. And now it's up way higher, way higher than it would have been when I, if I would have sold it back when he wanted to sell me to sell it. So again, Yes, we go to, and I'm not saying don't go to professionals. Of course not. I'm a professional, right? But at the same time, you still have to tap into what your spidey sense, you know, the sense that's saying, no, don't do that. Or yes, you really should do this. That's important. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes we can't do that because we got a lot of muck and negativity in our, our minds and brains, and we're not tapped into that. And hence... You know, that's where the coaching can come in because we want to be tapped into that. We want to have a clean energy because if we don't have a clean energy and we're thinking those negative thoughts all the time, well, it, we're not going to have the uh, the pathway to that inner guidance as much. Right. Have you experienced that too, Jen? Do you see where when you have a more higher vibrational energy, there's more intuition. Things open up. Chakras open up, right? Yeah. 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 And I think that part of it is you're less cluttered with, kind of challenging vibrations you know there's there's a lot less static happening yeah that's right because we all do have an inner knowing as to what's best for us we do we do it's just that um i i think a lot of people don't take the time they get into that default of 
just the way life is now. And they fall into their regular routine that most of the time they, they bitch and moan about, or, you know, and they don't allow maybe space, space to whether it be just sit quietly with themselves or listen to something that brings them calm and peace or do something for them. You know, if you're listening to this, do something for yourself that, that brings you peace or calm or joy or energy. You know, my walks, when I walk, I, there's just something, even if I had a a day with my dad, because maybe he was a little more challenging, that was a little like that, where you're going to, I go walk and it just all melts away. And that's my thing, you know, walking or sometimes I call it therapy rides. (laughs) You know, me and my partner, we go, go in the car and we just talk. And we just talk about the pivoting. Of course, we make sure that it's not all bitching and moaning and negative and because we know better. I teach this, so I'm not going to do that. And we just, we come back from that ride, even if it's around town. We're not going like to East Jabin, right? We're just going around town in Eugene. And we come back and we feel so much better. You know, and that's really being deliberate about how you feel. And de- being deliberate is, is the key. Wouldn't you say, Jen? Absolutely, yeah. 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 So is there anything else in terms of astrology, Jen? I mean, you know, I, I, I'm glad you said the word guide. We use all these things as a guide. Um, it's a tool. You know, like one time I had a client want me to tell her what to do with her business. Like literally like, well, what should I now? I'm not a business consultant. Make it very clear. I am a business coach. I'm also a personal coach, too. But I mean, I'm a business coach in the sense of vibrationally, I'm going to guide you so that you can open up your energy so that you can be successful in your business and you can align whatever action steps you do with with light, with what lights you up. Because even you, Jen, if I said, you know, and I'm not saying this is a desire of yours or not, but, you know, I'm sure if there's someone out there and they're like, hey, you know, I want to contact Jen for astrology, something. And you might say, well, I don't do this type of reading, but... You can ask me questions, right? Well, yeah, I suppose. It depends on the question. Right, right, right. You can ask me questions. But, you know, now let's say you said to me, and I know you're not, well, I would want to grow my business and and I want to have a thriving. And I said, well, you got to jump through this hoop, this hoop, this hoop, this hoop. Well, that's that's coming from me, right? That's not... First of all, I'd never do that because I'm not... That's not kind of the coach I am. (laughs) I I would guide you in a different way. I would say, well, how would you like it to grow? What would you like to be doing? Well, you know, what's your first, um, you know, you know, they called it in corporate, the low hanging fruit, like the thing that was the easiest to kind of, you know, go to or, you know, grab in terms of action steps or go after, you know, we would talk a little bit about that. And, you know, if you said, oh, that sounds hard and difficult, like a, there was this, um, I got trained to be a certified life coach for doctors and there was this doctor who was doing the schooling, the school for specific people who wanted to be physician coaches. And he said to me, well, you just got to make all the cold calls to every single medical society oh. in America. Oh God, no. And I went, um, first of all, you don't know my personality. So he wasn't taking that into consideration, which I do do with my clients because my personality is like a hell no to that. Now, maybe there are people that like doing that. I am not going to make any cold calls to medical societies. (laughs) That sounds like a yuck to me. Now, for somebody else, I want to say this. 
It might work because that's their energy. That's their, they're, they're driven and they want to do that and they want to make the cold calls, but it doesn't light me up. And if it doesn't light you up, you shouldn't be taking action on it. Right. So, you know, again, anything that an astrologer says or anything, you know, whether it be an astrolocality reading or astrology or whatnot, if it doesn't like call to you, if it doesn't resonate with you, the way I look at it is I'd say, then don't pay attention to it. Don't give it attention. Just focus on what works, what resonates, and then just leave the rest. What do you think of that, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so anything else you'd have to say about astrology and even how it's used for people and how it helps people? Well, again, uh, it can offer a lot of guidance. It can offer opportunities you didn't know existed. It can offer a great deal of insight as well. You know, in the hands of the right astrologer, uh, it's amazing the things you can discover about yourself. Yeah. Well, I will say that, you know, um, in my chart, it does say a lot about, I think it's the um, first house and the, all about self-efficient and basically the entrepreneur that I am, like entrepreneurship is me. It's, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be working for a boss per se, right. you know, I, and, and I think there is some energy in my chart about even because I do have not only personal like one-on-one clients, I have corporate and there is a part of me that resonates with corporate. Um, matter of fact, one of my uh, big things is, you know, there and there are some companies that are getting on board with this uh, where they have a life coach that is part of their company that, you know, their employees could benefit from so that their employees have the balance and that they're happy in their career and they're happy with their lives and they're able to basically navigate the adversity. And so because I do, I'm drawn to corporate, but not in the typical way. I mean, if somebody said, well, you can make a million dollars, go back into corporate in your, you know, in your office or cubicle, whatever, but you have to go into an office every single day. And this is going to be your boss. And we're going to give you a million dollars. I'll be like, yeah, that, thank you. But no, thank you. It's not Mm -hmm. happening. I'm not doing it because that energy doesn't really resonate with me. Having my own business resonates with me in my own way and working with corporate in my own way, helping teams, whatnot, you know, get along so that they're more productive and talk about personalities and just having fun because there's that fun energy. Um, because after all, if you hate your job or you don't like your job and you're going into work on, you know, like the Garfield thing, oh, it's Monday morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you feel that shit? <laughs> I did. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like, I don't want people to feel that way. I want, again, life is short. So I want people to look forward to going to their jobs and whatever it is. And they're they're happy doing whatever they're doing. Because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And, you know, going and working in an, an office can be fun for some people if they just have the right job. They're also looking at it a different way. They uh, approach that this is like, oh, this is the career that I really want to do. Even if maybe somebody told them, no, you can't. Or somebody said, no, you'll never be successful. Well, those are just stories, right? So I just think that it's so important. Now, where was I going with this? Anyway, (laughs) it's so important to follow, follow your inner guidance and do what lights you up. And yes, astrology, listen to it. And, and, and use it as a general guidance. Um, if you have a coach or a consultant that's telling you to do one thing, 
like I, the story I said about the financial advisor, but your inner everything is saying, but I don't want to do that. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Well, maybe you need to listen to that. Or maybe as a coach, I'd say there might be some fears that have to be coached around and that's fine too. But you still have to, you can't take action steps from a negative place. I mean, you could, many people do, but the result is not going to be the greatest. Right. So any other uh, additions you'd have to this? I mean, we, we were all over the place, but I still feel there was a general theme. Wouldn't you think so, Jim? Oh, yeah. I mean, it. sometimes astrology and astrologers can come across as very black and white. You know, like Saturn is tough. Jupiter is good. It's not always like that. It's much more complex, you know, and sometimes you need Saturn and sometimes you need Jupiter. Yeah, you know, it's funny you said that because I think I had a, an astrologer say to me uh, that Jupiter, even though it's, again, uh, the planet of luck and expansion, blah, blah, they said, but if so, you're somebody that has maybe an addiction, you yeah. know, whether it be an addiction to drugs or or food or that it could expand there too. Yep. Is that, does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of yeah. the yin yang of the planets, you know, there could yeah. be, we, it's all about the way we perceive. You know, and, and yeah. maybe that's the key. Maybe it's not a label. Maybe we don't say it's good, it's bad. Maybe we just say it's a different energy. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do when I take a, I'm planning on it, uh, when I take a road trip, you know, so Color My Life Happy Listeners, uh, stay tuned for some of the journey, that journey and the stories there. When I take a road trip to some of the different areas, you know, that I'm looking at and and feel the energy, Right. Again, not good or bad, but you can sense. Like I remember when I traveled from Oregon to New York to visit my parents and I road trip it and I was going across 80 and all of a sudden it was so interesting. And maybe this has to do with my astrology. I don't know. There probably are other things involved too. After I crossed, I think it was around Iowa into east of Iowa, you just felt a different energy. And it could be because there's more traffic too. Absolutely. But there was a different, I can't explain it. And then when I went, came back east to west and I went into maybe from Nebraska, around Nebraska west, it was like something opened up. So again, if you're attuned to energy of your environment and you're connected with that, you can, you know, use that as a guide and a tool as well. I'd recommend it actually. Oh yeah. And in fact, Finding the most constructive way to channel any particular planetary energy is, you know, what the goal is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this has been fun. I mean, we should do it again. Don't you think, Jen? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. You know, so let, let me just conclude this by saying, and I know this was a long one, right? This was a long episode. I know you're not used to it. You're used to that color my life, happy 15 minute, bam, little burst of energy and inspiration. But we want to explore a few topics today. So just to summarize, you have an inner knowing as to what's best for you, but you got to really be able to have the space and create the space to be able to tap into that. When we have professionals or people out there that are giving us guidance, and it could be even family members, because, you know, family members have their opinions on things. Um, Doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's bad. It just means their opinions and that's their story. We still have to realize that it's just, there's this information coming in and we have to filter it to our own personality, 
to our belief systems, the stories we tell ourselves, what feels good on the inside. We do have an inner guidance system. You do. And you have to trust it. And remember that your mindset is really the most influential factor along with your response to adversity and challenge. Like, so if you choose to embrace a mindset that is positive, that is more hopeful, that is like, yeah, it's all going to unfold beautifully no matter what, even if I don't flip and know how it's going to happen, that's a great mindset. But if then if you say, oh my God, this is going to suck or this is going to be difficult, that mindset is not going to benefit you. And then your response to everything. So if there's a bump in the road, like for instance, if there was a, you know, like one time I was traveling and there was a flooding in an area. It's like, okay, we'll get out early. No problem. It's all good. You know, it's just meant to be that we're supposed to leave early from here. And I got out before there was a massive flooding there that I wouldn't have been able to get out of. But I listened wow. to my intuition. Yeah, Intuition is key. And that's another thing that I can help you tap into. So um, I hope this was helpful. Jen, thank you so much for being here and hearing my rants of law of attraction, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> and then giving your opinion in reference to astrology and your guidance and your knowledge, because that's very helpful as well. Oh, it's my pleasure. It was fun. Yeah. Well, listen, everyone have a love and life rest of the day. And until next episode, take care.